I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Stackard. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And Ryan, this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, sometimes about the state state of the world right now. Yep. <laughs> and being a little more sober when we're talking about yeah. it in comparison to last week. Uh, so I just want to go ahead. This is I'm going to issue a rare public apology <laughs> on, the, the, on behalf of the podcast. If you listen to our two hour Final Fantasy seven remake demo spectacular last week, <laughs> you'll notice that, that I got blackout drunk. Uh, Ryan had to leave in the middle of the episode. And but be, I was not blackout drunk. Yeah, no, he was fine. Was uh, fine. He had to go watch his uh, his best friend get engaged. And she uh, said yes. She did say yes. That was the happy ending of that. I think we we did mention that to Austin Sheree. So uh, congratulations, woo, woo, woo. both of y'all. I know you probably don't listen, but uh, if you do, if you do, congratulations you have, to you. Just you so you know, you have you. A, we have approval from both of the members of the podcast <laughs> and our temporary Cody, our temporary guest member as well, <laughs> who told me he was sh- I was sleeping in a ditch, but not like dead or anything. He did. Just. Just snoozing in a ditch somewhere. That was probably one of the most painful things was to was after I posted it. And well, yeah, because of course I <laughs> go just go ahead and post it. it. And then I went back and listened to it. And I was like, you know, the first like 40 minutes were not too bad. But the last hour and a half, we just get progressively uh, more drunk. Well, what had uh, happened was me, me especially. <laughs> well, it, it would be like, all right, yeah, let's go break. All right. What do you guys want to do? Oh, let's take shots. Oh, Let's let the dog out and smoke cigarettes. And I, I don't know, man, <laughs> those don't mix well with being on microphone. It was a, it was a wild ride, man. Oh, to say the least. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the perfect anecdote for, for the, the crazy state of the world right now, but uh wild rides, we have one that is the most mildest experience you could a, a person actually imagine is one of our topics. It's Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's in the episode title, so this shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. Uh, but the other is the fucking the craziest, most insane documentary experience I've ever seen in my life, and not something we should talk about. We we don't usually do documentaries, but the Tiger King, like like you said, Ryan, this is a special circumstance. Oh, dude. <laughs> I just don't even know where to start with that. I, just, <laughs> I feel like we could have done a couple episodes, so we're going to stay with the main storyline. We'll mention a little tidbits here and there we'll for try. people who hadn't seen it. We'll try and remember. You have to see it. You know, even if you know, we're we're going to pretty much spoil the whole thing in total because I, I don't think you can necessarily talk about this without spoiling large pieces of it. So, um. It is an interesting watch. It it's is only seven episodes long. Abs- it's seven hours of just a, a, just a gradual descent into absolute madness. It is definitely a rabbit hole. It's just like, how much worse can it get? And then it proceeds. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. We're the only other time we've done like a 
a documentary series was when we did abducted in plain sight <laughs> which was not that ended up not being as funny as we not thought it would nearly be as funny as i as i hoped it was definitely uh, a classic story jake your dog has walked up here <laughs> and looked me square in the eyeball hey yeah. Bella. she's like you ain't the real tiger king <laughs> you fucking well, po- man at a walmart i said huh <laughs> you fucking poser <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up girl yeah but yeah, so, so thanks for anybody that's uh, listened to that that episode last week. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll probably not be as drunk this time. I think that's safe to say. But hopefully, a little bit more, a little bit more uh, intelligible. Maybe a little bit more listening, listenable, listenable. Like that's I said, a word. I, the the big thing that bothered me was the amount of the of, like, especially towards the end, I was slurring my words, but. <laughs> Uh, for regular listeners of this show, you'll notice that I do that even when I'm sober. So maybe you didn't notice at all. <laughs> well, you know, the weird thing is, I feel like the older you are when you get drunk the, or just older you get, that happens more often. Yeah. It's like you don't talk that much or something. You're learning new words as a kid. So you're like your tongue's like flexible. But the older you get, your tongue's less flexible. Is that true? <laughs> you learn, your tongue's more flexible as a kid. You would know that. Kids' tongues are more flexible, Ryan. Yep, they are. You heard it here on the podcast first. Ryan loves kids and their flexible <laughs> tongues. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, Jake, have you seen Dave, the, the TV show with Little Dicky? No, I haven't. Dude, it's pretty funny. Dave. Episode three is hilarious. <laughs> Episode three, I think he's he's banging this like sex doll or whatever because he's trying to hide the penis <laughs> probably has from his girlfriend. Well, anyway, at the end of the show, uh, she finds out he's into milking, which is wherever you lay face down on a table and the table has a hole in it. And a lady comes and like jerks you off or sucks your dick. Of course. Until yeah. you come milking familiar with it. Yeah. Well, he's into that and she's created this makeshift to, table. For I had him. to put my table away for you. Guys in here. garage. <laughs> It was set up right in the middle of the kitchen. I was embarrassed. I thought I smelled some. I thought I smelled some curl. <laughs> I, some cheese. Maybe some salt. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Smell like jizz in here. Some Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Oh, which is a thing now. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, yeah, so they they she creates this out in the garage and she takes him out there and shows him like, hey, I made this so, you know, you can get off because you have dick issues and this won't make you feel so scared. And he was like, oh, my God, you're the best person ever. And she wants someone to eat her ass. So during their sexual intercourse, she says that um, earlier in the episode. So he's like, I'm going to eat your ass. So he gets down in the bottom with his little naked gerbil body. They're both naked. And the camera's (laughs) panned on him like from the top coming in to eat the butt. But obviously she's not there. It's just him coming up to the hole. And then like his buddy who lives with him. Turns on the garage door <laughs> and they're both there like naked. She's on the table in the garage. Yeah. His little gerbil body is down there. Incredible. I know it was. It's really funny. I how, don't know if I did it justice, but it's hilarious. How have I never seen this? What did this come? Was this like a HBO thing? No, no, Showtime? it's uh, FX. FX. Yeah. Or FXX. But it's hilarious. And little Dicky is actually a guy. He um, is a rapper and it, it's kind of funny. He's just like. A Jewish white guy, just plain Jane white guy who raps, and his name's Little Dicky, and it's hilarious. I've got to see this. Oh, it's funny, dude. Yeah, I've I've got to see this. I love people being put in situations like that. Just like Nathan, just watched a couple episodes of Nathan for you recently. What's that? Have you ever seen that? No. With Nathan Fielder, 
Uh, he's like a. Um, <laughs> this will be really great for the people that have already seen this, but he's like a. He's he does a. He's a comedian, but the show was on Comedy Central about five six years ago. Is what it ended, and he would go around and he would offer help to these like small businesses. For he'd come up with these uh, brilliant ideas to make them like a lot of money. And it was, they were all just like complete, like joke stunts. Like one of the first episodes, there was a, like a a frozen yogurt shop and his gimmick to attract more customers was he was going to create a shit flavored yogurt uh, because everyone (laughs) would want to try it. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, He did another one that was like an hour long special where he um, wanted to create a parody of Starbucks and he called it like dumb Starbucks but he found out that under like California parody law, you had to be like, you had to register as a comedian with a certain amount of parody time. So he went around and did like shows where he would was like, did parody songs. He did a whole, he opened an entire like art exhibit with like parody artwork. And then to get his hours in, yeah, to get his, yeah, to get his hours in. Then he bought like this corner shop in a strip mall and called it dumb Starbucks and hired two former Starbucks employees. Oh God. The exact same logo. Uh, (laughs) And because the idea was that he could open a coffee shop for cheap and just use piggyback off of like the Starbucks image and that people would be confused enough to walk in and then they just buy coffee anyways. And it worked. It totally worked. Yeah. But then he got sued by Starbucks. For what? Uh, Technically, it's okay. <laughs> uh, he, so he was he had that place open for like a month, but then they shut him down. Um, then there was another stunt he did. I can't remember the exact specifics of this, but he was um, he wanted to do a magic trick, and he had to perform this magic trick just and to raise the stakes. He had like a robot arm uh, that was going to pull his pants down if he didn't finish the magic trick in time. And he had like a group of 12 year olds sitting there on a bleacher Oh, perfect! and, a, a an LA police officer that was also standing by Ugh. so that if the robot arm pulled his pants down in front of these kids, he'd have to register as a sex offender. He was okay so, with doing this. Yeah, no, he set this up himself and then, so just to raise the stakes. And <laughs> I think you, I think you pulled it off, but the setup of it was just, insane and he was like this robot arm which will pull my pants down or reveal myself to this group of 12 year olds while the oh <laughs> my God. la police officer is standing by ready to register me as a sex offender if i don't succeed oh my god <laughs> like they're really pushing it to the limit man it was fucking insane dude it's like it reminds me of horrible bosses where charlie day's character was like yeah i he, peed in the middle of the night at yeah, a school he, and he got peed. registered <laughs> it was fucking wild man Oh my God. It's cool. such a, if you haven't seen it, you've got to check out Nathan for you. Would that such really a, count though? I mean, such technically a funny this show. like shorts or you could go to the beach and see people. Yeah, no, it was just like his like boxers. He wasn't going commando or anything, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Man. laughs> it so, was, it, it I don't was know where wild, to go dude. from there. <laughs> well, spe- speaking of being without things, Ryan, looks like you bought your switch just in time because I knew I was uh, going to, <laughs> I knew I'd seen that shit coming and I was like, Oh, rah, rah. It is sold out just about everywhere. So target, uh, Amazon, Best Buy, they're all low or nearly out of nearly out of stock. And I went to target and they did not have them. Our local target. They were completely out. Mm-hmm. I've, I've checked. I think we went in target uh, maybe last week. We, we've really been trying to not go out and, and shop as much. The only place Same. I've been well, besides here is my parents' house. Same. And they're healthy. So 
Yeah, I've been keeping six feet yeah. distance. I haven't gone Currently. to my parents' house. I go outside and just stand there. Is that because you're doing social distancing or have you been social distancing since that time you got really drunk and embarrassed? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know. Over, over their this, place a couple weeks ago. Because of the way the times are. <laughs> just trying to be social. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be social with them. I think my parents knew that I was embarrassed that I yacked in front of them. Uh, I mean, you, you would be. My dad told me, he's like, he's been hard on me about if I go anywhere, like coming over here last weekend, he was like, make sure you're not drinking. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, to which you held, you held true to that. You definitely didn't. No, I definitely drank. (laughs) I didn't drink a lot, but I drank. Um, You did, you did less than we did. So that's probably, you know, probably for the best. Yeah. Considering. Yeah. Um, I definitely have been on a bender though. I've been off for the past couple of days out of work. Uh, today is Tuesday. I drank That's on right. Saturday. I drank on a Sunday. I drank on a Monday. And we're drinking on a Tuesday. Yep. It's a peek behind the curtain. We're doing this on a two. We had we both had Tuesday afternoon off. So we've been just watching bits of Tiger King. We've been watching some Joe Exotic music oh videos. And now we're now we're recording this podcast a little bit earlier than we usually do. So yeah what a what a great day it's been it's been a wild day i kind of wish this was my saturday been up since 3 a.m this morning (laughs) yeah how are you hanging um i'm hanging pretty good i've been doing having to teach some technology training for work you're Um, essential bro yeah i'm real essential you're essential at home too that's nice yeah i mean i we're they just told us to work from home but we've been working from home for three weeks now you suck dude i'm essential but i gotta go to work And the other piece of that is they said yesterday count don't count on coming back before May. So wow, it's uh it's getting real right now. <laughs> it's getting really real. But yeah, I had to had to do a little bit of training this morning for some people, some folks in Asia, and some uh, early morning for people in uh, Italy. Had a couple of Italians join. So could anybody come in and take your classes, Jake? Yeah, I mean, if you were in America, you could do it. You'd just be anybody in the middle of the night. Yeah. You don't have to work for the corporation. Uh, no. Yeah, you definitely have to be able to access our, um, our, <laughs> our, our network portal to be able to register. You like this dog laying out over here? Bella is just completely at home right now. Yeah, she she's stretched out. She's got her both of her legs pressed up against you. <laughs> yep. You know, it's funny because she's usually afraid of this couch. Is she? She for the longest time after I put this in here, she would not jump up on this couch. Oh. I thought she just didn't like the leather uh-huh. couch, but. I don't know. Like every now and then if I'm sitting back here, like on the PlayStation, she'll come back here and jump up. But I was about to say, I'm like Joe exotic, man. Yeah, I'll man tame you him. are, you really are like a, <laughs> you're giving off that, that whole vibe. I don't know if it was the <laughs> mullet, or the, the mullet or the eyebrow ring. That's barely hanging on, but dude, that you've is got a barely hanging on. <laughs> you've got, you've got that whole calming vibe going on about you. <laughs> Thank you, man. I like that. Fuck you, Carol Baskins <laughs> or Baskin. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, man. Um, so uh, there's no good, there's no clean segue after that. But here's all the stuff coming to Disney Plus in April. If any, <laughs> the most seamless, the Lion King, this uh, Doctor Doolittle's coming on April first. Which, which one, is, the original or the one with Eddie Murphy? Uh, the original one with, with Jerry Eddie Lewis. Murphy. No, Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's not the original. Well, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> You're not my type. April th- <laughs> April third onward. Life on the Edge, Dolphin Reef, Diving with Dolphins, Star Wars. Good Lord. <laughs> Some of these are just weekly things like Clone Wars, Fairy Tale Weddings, Shop Class, mm. Family Sundays. What are some of what 
maybe we should do a deep dive on Disney Plus on one of these episodes where we just figure out what the fuck's going on. Maybe we just scroll through titles and then make fun of them without watching them. Perfect. Go f- hit me we'll with just one. See, we'll see something that'll be like, hey, here's a racist movie from the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a disclaimer at the beginning of the movie. Different no, times. There's right? so many of those disclaimers on there. Really? It's like it'll say something to the tune to the along the lines of this was a movie that was produced in this year. So some of the humor and references may be offensive to some viewers. And it really made me wonder at what year do they cut that off? Like 2014? Like, is that the is When that they started what, putting in those disclaimers? That's when they stopped making things that were racist. In 2014? To, what was the last thing? <laughs> what was the last thing? I'm just kidding. Oh, come on, man. So, yeah, there, there's got there's definitely got to be some that I don't the, Maybe the cutoff is like in the 70s or something. I don't I don't really know, but. Yeah, I mean, there's probably definitely something where there's like some racist, sexist stuff in there. But some some stuff is, you know, more subtle and other stuff is extremely in your face. Like, I don't think it's, a, it's definitely not a Disney movie, but stuff like Holiday Inn, which is a Christmas movie I watched, you know, old, old, you know, over Christmas time. And there was a whole a whole play where everybody was in, everybody on the screen was doing blackface. Uh, again, this was movie was made in 1943. And, you know, so that was that was bad enough. But then there was another a whole other scene the next day where they were like, so everybody really enjoyed that blackface. Uh, maybe we should do it more often. <sighs> and I was just like, had my head in my hands like, oh, my God, like they it was bad enough. They all did it and everyone was having a, a big old time with it. And then they were just talking about it the next day, like. So we're definitely going to do this again, right? <laughs> yeah. And that was Bing Crosby in front of Stare, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So blackface was terrible. But, but the uh, tap dancing tap, was amazing. Tap dancing was on point. Yeah. Well, uh, still extremely, that doesn't defend still it, extremely but. racist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, the times have sure changed, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say you can't get along and can't do that anymore. Yeah. Don't definitely don't do that. <laughs> well, you can, but you, you will be shamed for it. Yeah, well, it's amazing that, you know, all the politicians that were just like, there's like high school yearbook photos that keep like, hey, here's this governor doing blackface in 1986. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that did happen. Like hey, the prime minister of Canada did it in like 2002 or something. Like, let me ask you. So Jojo Rabbit, you know, the scene in the movie where the wife goes, the mom goes and puts like the beard on. With oh, the yeah. What if he was, was half black? And she put her whole her whole face. Uh, I think I said that during the episode. Oh, did I was you? super glad she didn't. She because she smeared it across like half of her face. I was like, I'm glad she didn't go all the way yeah. up and around. <laughs> yeah, that would have made things a little I strange. I wouldn't have known where this impression was going. <laughs> but you know, it's like you're teetering on the edge there. Remember, this was Germany and the 1940s. So, so do you get a pass? There's, I no, I don't think so. <laughs> I but do. I mean, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, don't, I don't know. Don't do that though. <laughs> for sh- for real, don't do that. Yeah, don't. Uh, that's you're gonna be shamed, and people are not gonna like you. Um, Jake, I'm just gonna segue into news after we get out of our little racistness there. <laughs> um, only days after o- reopening, uh, Chinese theaters to close down again. Also, their baseball season is being. Um, it, it, they're not opening it yet. No baseball yet. That's not. There. People can catch it twice. The Corona. It's not super, super surprising. We're all going to be fucking dead. Uh, Yeah. I don't want to catch. I don't want to catch it the first time, much less like twice. So yeah, I worry about Tom Hanks. I go to sleep and I pray. I'm like, it's your God. Don't let Tom or Rita catch it again. Is he out of quarantine? Oh, he's out of quarantine. Did he get to come? Has he home already? Yeah, he's home. 
We haven't followed up with him since a couple of weeks when he was in mm-hmm. Australia. No, we- but he has posted about it. He tells everybody Hanks. Hanks. He is just a gem of a man. I he really is an American treasure. I really hope we don't find out like next year he's been like sexually harassing people for thirty years. I don't think that would Tom bre- Hanks will be that guy. I don't think so, but it and would I break my heart. The man from the artist, <laughs> I can separate the man or the woman from the art, right? Yeah. You know, R. Kelly. I still bought. I still. Uh, what is that? Ignition remix. I'll still listen to that. I don't agree with the man's lifestyle, but I was listening to that song before I found out about that. Um, so GameStop set to close 300 more stores this year. Uh, Man, news can't get any better, can it? Uh, I mean, I've been to a GameStop recently, and I can definitely see why they're closing stores. And it's not just because of people are preferring like digital downloads and stuff. It's more in the way that those stores are so desperately managed. How you walk in a it, if you walked into GameStop in the last year or two, you've noticed that you're constantly hounded from the moment you walk in for people trying to sell you like crap. Like well, they're I, like, hey, welcome to GameStop. I'm like, yeah, don't talk to me. See, that's already too much for me. Yeah, I just, that's where I'm already ready I've for been them. Social distancing since 82. Yeah, exactly. I've been ready for them to close 300 stores ever since I heard that. But <laughs> the um, <laughs> fuck your stores. Just I like. Just people asking like, hey, what are you what are you in for? What do you you got any trade-ins? You want to buy a Naruto shirt? No, I don't. <laughs> a, a what? A Naruto a, shirt. A, a Naruto. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you have it? Yeah. Can I buy your cell phone? L- leave me alone, man. Like, <laughs> hey, you won't you won't pay some sex. You won't pay me money for some yeah, sex. Got tigers and meth in the back. Yeah, hey, we man. We keep trying to on. dance around it. We keep, <laughs> keep dancing around meth. Keep I think that's what we around. need to invest in. I mean, you're going to be off. Hopefully, I'll be working from home soon. Let's just do math and see what happens. Well, we'll probably <laughs> just two dudes, and we can get some of those Mountain Dew Doritos too. Yeah, meth and Mountain Dew Buy Doritos. Some guns. People are buying guns now. Fuck yeah! I've shoot. actually thought about buying a gun. Yeah, shoot the Corona out of the air. Yeah, that's dude. that's how we're going to do it here Don't in America. Come near me. Don't that's come why we've house. got 160,000 people infected now. Yeah, I got R. Kelly hiding tried. in my my closet with his Beretta. He'll that's right. He's try, he's he's worried about getting out. Do you see the the meme that was about? Oh, he's worried about COVID-19. Maybe he'd more concerned if it was COVID-15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there's also Fucking brutal. 6 9 is brutal, trying to man. get out because he has asthma. And, you know, he just like told on all these gang members who are probably going to fucking murder him. He was denied. Yeah, I can see. I can see why he'd be trepidatious about that. Yeah, he's he's probably dumb. So Warner Brothers has delete delayed a couple couple titles. Man, stories just keep getting better and better. We're <laughs> nothing but positivity today. Wonder Woman 1984 has been pushed from June 5th to August 14th. Oh, uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Scoob. I the Scooby-Doo that. has been delayed indefinitely. <laughs> that bums me out. I was kind of looking forward to that. Uh, it looked cute. It would be fine, I guess. I don't. I was. Yeah, it'd be. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it looked fine. <laughs> um, some Mandalorian season two casts a uh, Terminator star, Michael. Boone? Exactly. <laughs> I think he's the guy that played Reese in the first one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I he was get- also in Tombstone. He played. Uh, what, uh, John Ringo looked like somebody that walked over your grave. You ever seen that movie, man? I haven't. You haven't seen Tombstone? No, I haven't seen Tombstone. You are not from North Carolina. No, I really haven't. My dad's watched it. Megan's dad's watched it. I'm sure your parents have watched it. They just never told you about it. Maybe that's it. You got to see it, man. 
<laughs> it's got Kurt Russell, Bill Paxton, God rest his soul, Sam Elliott, and his sweet mustache. Um, Val Kilmer, skinny Val Kilmer before, you know, he got fat Kilmer. And uh, who else? Uh, Powers Booth. Um, of course, Johnny Ringo, whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> and uh, the guy from Avatar, the bad guy. Oh, that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah he's in that. He's like crybaby in that movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? I, I, I don't see him as a, you know, I, I think he'd be like grizzled to your typical grizzled bounty hunter. Your Carl Weathers, a real Carl Weathers type. Oh God, <laughs> I can't watch movies with Carl just, Weathers in just it Just showing up again. <laughs> I just picture him like ripping off Tobias from Arrested Development. Like, hey man, yeah, give me some of that money. It really like was Burger a, King. It really was a defining role for him in Arrested Development, wasn't it? <laughs> it was when he was in The First, Mandalorian. I was like, what? Yeah, and he's like, how many credits is that? And he's like, there's no Uber anymore. He's like, that baby Yoda, what's he up to? Speaking of credits, you mind if I borrow some credits for you and give you some acting lessons? <laughs> oh, man. Incredible. <laughs> I was just waiting for something like that to happen. I just can't separate the man there. Um, did you see that Nintendo is reportedly planning um, Mario remasters for the Switch to celebrate the 35th year i did see that. two dudes i've never <laughs> i've never played that game uh but you know what remasters and re-releases nintendo is all about that right now they had a direct it's mini last about that they had a direct mini last week uh where they announced uh, a bunch of new stuff uh mostly indie titles uh <laughs> classic so, <laughs> uh some of the bio the bioshock collection is going to be coming to uh switch nice um some more xenoblade shit i've never played those games <laughs> uh yeah super mario 64 is coming couldn't find the list <laughs> super mario sunshine that was on gamecast was it gamecube or dreamcast uh gamecube <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but you ever seen um, um malibu's most wanted Nah. oh yeah jake I haven't. <laughs> come on dog uh super mario galaxy super mario 3d world a new paper mario game other 3D Mario titles. Yeah, listen, I don't remember. Mario 64. Bowing yeah. in for that, dude. That'd be pretty sick. I know it's been a minute since I've seen that game. Yeah, I cannot find the list. So, you know what? Perfect. Don't worry about it. I think that was the rumored list, but I know there's definitely like, there was uh, some, uh, what is it called? Xenoblade and a bunch of other little indie titles and stuff they kind of announced. I don't know. Anytime there's any not anything Metroid announced, I'm, my heart sinks just a little bit. But you know what? Your heart come, will go on. I my heart will. There's other stuff to play, but just fucking give. Just give me something. <laughs> and there's a big Animal Crossing update coming in April, so I'm not quite sure what all that entails. But some, uh, you know, hopefully just a, a few things that I would change about that game. <laughs> uh, I wish I could skip through. Uh, I didn't wish I didn't have to watch the animations of individual characters over and over and over again. What animal crossing? Yeah. And, and you didn't show me that some better inventory management a little bit. <laughs> um, um, anything else we got in news we want to talk about? We two wanna... things. The <laughs> new Xbox series controller will still use double A batteries. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates. Come on now. Uh, you know, I've seen, we all like to make fun of it. I've seen countless memes about, you know, calm down before I take your batteries out. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, vibrator. I, the fact that it, it recharges and run, runs on uh, AA batteries too is smart. 
So the fact that even when the, the built-in battery runs out, you still have a little bit of a backup there. And you know, that's, that's a good thing. That's the one thing that is been the most disappointing about since I've had a, a PS4 is how shit the battery life of the controller is. You get like nine or 10 hours. And after playing with like a switch first, that pro controller will last for three weeks without charging it. Really? Yeah. It'll last forever. No, dude. I haven't taken mine to that level. Yeah. Yet. It's my God. Jake. Did you get a pro controller? Or are you still working with the joy cons? I'm still working with the joy cons. Yeah. They'll last, they'll last a pretty, pretty <laughs> they'll last a pretty long time too. But yeah, the PS, PS4 control life is, is garbage. And the fact you don't have a backup like that, um, as irritating as it you would just be to keep on the charge sit a little closer to the TV. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why logical. That's Fuck why that. every time the battery runs out, I buy a new one. As you can see from the wall behind me, there's several, <laughs> dude, you have like a million controllers. <laughs> I, I look at, I plenty. come here like, yes, look at my plethora of controllers. <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> would you like to touch it? It's an antique. It's at least two mounted on the wall behind me right now. There are, um, Two more things. Sorry. I know I said two more earlier. But guess what? Ryan's a liar. And you just have to deal with it. Uh, tie the Tasmanian de- uh, Tiger. That game kind of looked cool to me. It looked like uh, Ratchet and Clank a little bit. Or like, you know, one of those animal games wherever you're like a, a character and you're running around. I like Spyro. <laughs> um, Classic platformer kind of thing. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked on that. Um, Jake, what was your favorite Tiger King meme that we posted um i think before it was her lap it was carol laughing about feeding her husband to tigers and how you have to put sardine oil on them until you, <laughs> until you posted this animal crossing one with uh this dude who's done his he's done his character up like joe exotic and he's he's got a little tiger pin that's fenced in with an with a, with a fender strat <laughs> in the middle of the tiger pen. You know, and I'm like, you know what? That might be my favorite one. Carol. Captured Carol, better mind her damn business. <laughs> Carol Baskin. Yeah. There's a lot of like customization options in that, in that game. And it's, you know, I've, I've turned my, turned my opinion around on it. So I'm going to talk about animal crossing a little bit before we get into tiger King. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's uh, do it. We play, I've played it a little bit for you so you can get a better feel for it because I played the way we last podcasted. I had played about an hour and a half of it and I shit all over it because it was, <laughs> it was really boring and I hated I, the introduction to this game is painful and I still maintain that you say that about every game. Uh, it's a slow starter, man. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a slow starter. It's, it's a little hard to get into. Don't fart it on me again. Bella. You gotta chill out, girl. Oh, girl, you got stank, boy. Ain't no, ain't no wonder I didn't give you any of my Japanese fried chicken for lunch. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, with that soy, soy honey mustard, whatever that sauce was. Yeah, I dipped she, a chip in it. Yeah, she, she was pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Animal Crossing is if you've, I'm sure if you've, you're interested in all. If you have a Switch, you've probably bought it. And there, every joke in the world has been made about the perfect timing that this game has come out with, and the fact that there's no better time to to play a game about moving away to a deserted tropical island and starting a new life but it's I just dare imagine uh, if they could not have timed that better if they tried i mean honestly that game is has sold so so well the switch is like sold out and a lot of major retailers mostly for that reason <laughs> that people want to play animal crossing and also like the fucking <laughs> It, they know they're going to be staying at home for a very, very long time. So yeah, now is what outside look like. Yeah, now is the time. 
And, you know, it's just, it's so peaceful. It's so calming. It's a completely different vibe to something like Stardew Valley, just in the, the way that it syncs up to your local time zone. And there's no, um, you know, you can't really skip ahead. There's only a certain amount of things you can accomplish in a day and everything else is just like menial tasks. As someone who's never played any of the, the previous Animal Crossing games, this is something that kind of stuck with me. And it was a really smart decision to break it into two like money management systems. So you have bells, which is like your main currency. And then you have Nook Miles, which you access through your phone, your in-game phone, not your actual your actual phone. Your Nook phone only has about four apps on it and you cannot add any more. <laughs> There's like a selfie camera and then there's your Nook Miles app and that's really about it. You take any pictures of your dick in that game? Uh, I haven't yet. I bet you look like but I can try to. I can tell you how you can probably do that. And maybe. You, I mean, you'll probably get removed, but uh, for a temporary amount of time, you could probably put up a big dick pic collage in your house. So, I mean, that would be cool. It would be what cool. if you're into that kind of stuff? There's a, you lot, know? there's a lot of personalization options in this. So yeah, it, it is a slow starter. There's only certain things you can do on like the first day, second day, third day. Uh, you have to catch like a whole bunch of shit before you can open the museum. And but, those things are like seasonal too. Yeah. So you, you really have to kind of, it, it really does encourage you to play every day, but it is at the same time a game that you could play for 30 minutes a day and be done with. If you, all you're doing is just, I want to accomplish this, this, and this in half an hour, you can certainly do that. You think you'll be playing this game all year to get uh, unlockables? I don't know. Right now, it's just kind of exactly what I want to be doing. It's just right. like a calming sort of thing. But I, I don't know if I'm going to be in like August, if I'm going to be. It really depends on how long we're locked down, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking like. I I don't know if this would be the video game for me because I want to go out there and like explore and kick ass. Yeah, it's definitely there's no combat in this whatsoever. Even something like Stardew Valley, um, there's a mine section where you fight like monsters and ghosts. And really? Mine. Yeah. In Stardew Valley? Yeah. <laughs> you never mentioned that before. Yeah. There's a there there is combat in that. You have like swords and daggers. You and- have swords after you go. Yeah. You little farmer Joe out there, but like, oh yeah, yeah I'm going to plow the fields. And I'm going to kill some demons. Yeah, so there's like little slime creatures, uh, which you can actually like you you can kill, and then you can there's like a slime breeding machine you can build, and so you can use that to build like different resources. Uh, but there's also ghosts that drop like gold bars when you kill them. Oh um, yeah, there's like these little there's a whole bunch of other like little creatures and critters down there in the mines which you can encounter. So it's it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's and it's a really like unexpected thing where you spend. I would say so hours picking like turnips out of the ground and then you go fight like ghosts in the mines you literally <laughs> never done that when i've come over oh well maybe, maybe i've just showed you the, it, i've only shown the boring parts where you're milking cows yeah and, you're like hey i'm gonna go milk this cow and you're i'm like awesome i'm like there's strawberries in this field and you're like i fucking Ooh. fucking love it man Ooh. i can't i'm all about it um, inventory, <laughs> inventory. Yeah, all about that inventory i'm like this cave i grow mushrooms in now, this is where I get high. This is where I get high. <laughs> <laughs> because I got high. But yeah, An- Animal Crossing is just a different vibe to that. It's not really about farming. It's not as much about inventory management and the fact that you, once you transition from a house or a tent, which you start out with, you just pick like, You're you pick almost. where you want to put your tent. You can, you pick where four other people put their tent. 
Um, there's only like two other villagers that start and move with you. Do you, you. get to pick who your villagers are? No, they're randomly generated. Really? In the same way that you, you have four islands to choose from, but when you get um, enough nook miles to buy a plane ticket and you fly off the island, each time you go to one of those islands, it's randomly generated unless you have like somebody's mm. friend code. And then you can visit their island is like a one-time thing, which is... You can only do it once? Yeah, you can do That's it once. stupid. Yeah, but you can organize it. What but if I wanted it, to come visit your island like multiple times a week? Uh, no, I mean, you can do it as many times as you want. You just uh, have to have like enough money to pay for the ticket to, to go there. And you also have to have that unique code to access wherever on Nintendo servers that that island is stored at. <laughs> it's, it's just like uh it's a str- you can stay there as long as you want. Uh, I, yeah, I think so. I haven't I haven't tried it because it requires a level of outside of the game human interaction that I'm too embarrassed to actually engage in. I think it'd be neat if <laughs> to you know just go and hang out with other people on their island and see like what it looks like and how they've decorated their house, but the other is what YouTube's for, my friend. <laughs> the other real, re, the other useful thing would be if people are hoarding certain resources and you need like a certain amount of this or whatever. So you go to rob your best friends. Well, you can oh, well, you, you okay, negotiate yeah. a friendly exchange. Oh yeah, okay. Or hey, you can just I'll release give you sex for meth. Rela- yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you know? Uh, you know, capitalism. Yeah. So, or you can just release like a bunch of tarantulas in their home and see if. Here's a pickup truck. They can be persuaded. To, yeah. Persuaded to hand over lots of iron nuggets and that kind of thing. Iron nuggets like golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Those were like golden nuggets, that boy. We're talking Every, about testicles. Everybody here has seen his balls. Don't act like you haven't. <laughs> Alluding to Tiger King. Um, yeah, we keep we keep dancing around. But it's it, just but. so funny. It is so funny. And it's I feel just, like I could watch it a second time and be way more hilarious. I feel like, yeah, except for the, the little bits of animal cruelty and the lot of bits of animal cruelty that or are in human there. cruelty. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in that. So much. What uh, about what else? We're jumping ahead. Yeah, we, we are let's a little bring, bit. Let's reel it in. Let's reel it in. Um, Give but, me more gold nuggets, my friend. <laughs> I've only caught one golden nugget in that game. Um, really? A lot of iron nuggets. There's some things, in, and this is a video game that I think could be really accessible to a lot of people in the in the same way that like a Mario Kart or something like that would be, to where you don't have to like play games a lot to know like to get a to get a handle on this. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. Um, and so the, you know it, that basic gameplay loop is just kind of um, I don't know, just kind of a relaxing, pleasant thing to do. It's not something I've. I've I've played a lot of it the last week or so and I'm starting to kind of you know temper it off and see like once I get like later in the game once a couple more of these buildings are built then you get like access to more tools like there's a terraforming tool to where you can build cliffs or delete cliffs on your island and okay. change the terrain around which is pretty fucking cool like reroute rivers um and then you have the ability to sort of take where everybody's um, house and business is and you can reorganize them on like a grid. If you want, you can really, you have a lot of control over like the entire Island as opposed to right now to where someone has to ask you to like, Hey, bring this amount of wood and iron and clay and drop it off here. And then, you know, when you have other villagers that want to move to your Island, you have to build furniture for them and leave them in a box. And then they show up the next day and their house is just there. Um, So, you know, there's, there's some, 
you know, I'm enjoying it, but I, I totally understand. Like if you're someone who hates the idea of inventory management, if you want something that's more fast paced, that's more action focused, you know, if that's what you like out of games, it's probably not for you. But if you want to try something different and if, you know, any of that sounds appealing or if you want to try something completely different, this, you know, it's a good game and it, it's Maybe well. You want to get high and go fish and yeah. enjoy the Jimmy Buffett. You want to get high and you want to listen to Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Buffett and fish for hours and hours. You could Chief certainly do paradise. You could certainly do that and sell it for lots of money. Um, but you know, it's fun. It's very cutesy art style. After I've had the ability to unlock different customization things, I still am not crazy about how my human character looks and your human character is the only, the first time I made him, it was just, he looked like this dead eyed, just monstrosity. And he also runs so fucking stupid. He still looks incredibly stupid when he runs. He runs he with like his arms but at his side, but, when he but his head like place. forward a little bit. Or yeah, it's just, it's weird to it's watch. Hard to move when he stands in place. He's got a big head too. Yeah, he's a very big head. He doesn't have hands either. Just like little balls yeah. at the end of his arms. Which by the way, <laughs> would you rather have ball hands or penis toes? If you had to choose between either or. I think I'd rather have... Uh, or I have penis toes. So if I have penis toes, do I have regular hands? Yeah. I go with penis toes. Me too, because I'm thinking, you yeah. know how many times you could jerk off? Or how much you could jerk off at, at least one time? 10 times. That's like a orgasm once. with like yeah. 10 times orgasm. Yeah, your balls would be exhausted. But if you had ball yeah. hands, anytime you go to pick up something, that's useless. Also, it probably hurts. And if you're trying to pick up anything, you're going to clap them together. Well, that's going to hurt. So it's functionally useless and also incredibly painful to use if you had you ball hands. Some over time, maybe. But you got to think about gravity. Taking so if you had too. penis toes, would they be the size of regular toes, or would it be the size of an average penis? Well, you know, because an average penis would be a lot longer than normal toes. So would, would you have to get different size? Yeah. Oh, even if you're looking at the average, like oh my god, just the average size. Like I need to go see my doctor. Five and a half inches. So would all of your toes be the exact same width or would they just be like lots of little penises, but the same size as regular toes? Would your shoes get tight whenever you got boners? Would you be able to get boners in your toes? I, you, do you I mean, still have a regular, do you still have a regular dick and then I you just know. have like 10 other little this ones on your feet? This is all hypothetical. You just overthought it all. Uh, no, I'm asking the important questions so that I can make an <laughs> informed decision about this very important Would you hypothetical. have sex with somebody with your feet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need I don't need any decision yes. making on that. <laughs> so so straightforward. So straightforward. There's no question about that one, but I'm going with penis toes too, but I can see where this could be a problem. Yeah. So but like, yeah, I can see your shoes you need like you're be wearing like clown shoes. My uh, wife like would not approve. She's the, petrified of clowns. Uh, well that's just a that's just an even bigger conundrum you'd be facing. It there. is, but I bet you get finished peeing a lot quicker. You got five yeah. valves. Yeah, but so would you have to put your foot over the toilet then? Yeah. Oh my god. How would you clean it off? I'd probably rub mine on the rug. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What if you don't have a rug in front of your toilet? Well, then you just put it on your pants. You have nothing to catch on your pants. You have nothing to catch all your drips and dribbles. (laughs) You find carpet or like an animal or something, or your a carpet or an animal. (laughs) You just find the dog and wipe your penis foot on it. Wipe my penis foot. That's probably not a good idea. Do you shake it? How many times do you shake it? Well, you know, people are going to really bust on you for how many times you shake it. But I 
I think you need to shake as many times as you need because yes. who wants a pee stain in their underwear? Nobody. Nobody. Right. Everyone has, and whether you want to admit it or not, and again, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a great game, but no matter how much you pee, there's always a little bit of uh, extra that's stored in there to where, you know, you, everybody's been here, whether you want to admit it or not, where you're going to put I'll it, admit it, you're going to put it back in your pants. And, you know, there's something about the angle of when you you pick, you pick it up and you scrunch it a little bit, that extra little bit of motion just forces yeah. anything in there that's out at that moment. So I advocate shake as many times as you absolutely need to. Yeah. They can think you're fucking with yourself, but you're not. I don't care. Also, I would advocate that if you're at a urinal where there are no partitions between you and someone else, Stretch that little fucker out. Make it look bigger. So if anybody looks over, <laughs> they'll know you ain't playing with a little one. You have a hose. T-pose to That's assert your do. dominance. Behind. <laughs> That's what I do. I just stretch it out. You know, just in case anybody looks over. Now I want them to say, man, check out the mean vein in that that I'm stretching the life out of. <laughs> and be like, man, that thing's turning blue. <laughs> <laughs> what? Give that thing some oxygen, man. <laughs> Um, and you're choking the chicken today. Well, you're not choking the chicken. You're just trying to look more impressive for the boys at the urinals. Yeah, flexing for the boys. <laughs> yeah, are you flexing, bro? Why no, is I'm pulling? Why is any place not got the partition between urinals? Though, it have is, you been someplace wherever a toilet's just all the time freestanding? All the time, I've been in places where there's a there's, it'd be like one of the it should be a single seater, but there's no lock on the door, so there's one toilet and one urinal in there, and but there's no lock on the door. I'm so. talking about like multiple urinals and one toilet like a throne just sitting just, there i've like, never this. seen that before oh i've seen it oh we're at um <laughs> i can't remember i think it's like a club or something i know at burke street and winston-salem they have partitions between theirs with no doors oh and wow. you're just taking dumps dog i think my church used to be like that <laughs> no joke i think they had a <laughs> Are you Catholic by chance? Uh, no, oh, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't Catholic. Oh, um, was it the same in the women's fair, bathroom? I could not tell you. I've never been in there. Never, never went into the women's bathroom. Just go be like, hey, what's going on there? Hey, what's going on here? No, never, never done that. But yeah, they had an older building that was kind of like that. So, mm. uh, you know, it was built in the seventies. It was a different time. Apparently, it was the summer of oh, love. Just, well, <laughs> what kind of love are you experiencing in church when your buddies over there like urinating and? Uh, the, the no hey, Tom, how's it going, man? The you no partition right? kind, apparently. <laughs> I like to look a man in the eyes whenever I'm doing my business and talking to him. We shake on deals here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no Animal Crossing, uh, fun game. Um, <laughs> Bring it back in. Good, good stuff. Um, you know, a lot of customization options. There's, like I said, there's uh, one of my favorite things right now is looking at. Um, the different screenshots of pe- the creative way that ways that people are playing this game. Like there, you have so many options and you, once you get the ability to have like little animals and stuff, you oh, can, you have, like you can always build Yeah. You can build like a little farm or, you know, a, a, a private tiger uh, exhibit. <laughs> if you want, like I said, that the one guy had Carol just perfectly almost mirrored Joe exotics outfit down to a T even had, you know, a fender Stratocaster. And yeah, a fenced, he writes songs, right? A fenced in tiger habitat. So the same thing. Just it's perfect. There's even like there's a website to where you can scan like a QR code and be able to send like your own images and, and import them into the game. So I've oh seen God. people put like blank little murals of like Blink One Eighty Two on their walls and stuff. And I've 
I haven't looked into it yet, but I would definitely do that. <laughs> I would maybe I'll even put like uh, Joe Exotic and his two husbands in like my bed on like my bedroom wall. <laughs> what about I think that guy that, coming up on the jet ski? Why not that, that too? Put that in the living room. <laughs> um, this is actually a Van Gogh original. <laughs> oh, James Garrettson on a uh, on a jet ski. Just incredible stuff. Not incredible, just questionable. Yeah. So, you know what? I mean, everything that's been said about this game, like it's a perfect escape from reality right now. It's it's fun to play. If you enjoy that simple loop, you know, you can play for 30 minutes a day. You can play for fucking hours and hours a day. It's something that hasn't gotten old to me yet. And, you know, it's enjoyable. I, I do enjoy the day by day thing. And there is like, just because of that, there's a real community that sort of builds up around a game like this. And, and that's, that's fun. It's fun to be in the moment, especially when something's new like this. And it's just a great time to play games right now where everybody is basically forced to stay at home. And if you're not at home, you really should be. <laughs> so Jake, why would you say that I'm here at your home? Well, we, well <laughs> we're not, defend this real we're quick. not, we're not going out in public and we're not, you know, that is well, we hanging out teeter today hanging out with old beer. people. Uh, like I said, but we, <laughs> we trying to trying to cut down on on being out in public as much as possible. Um, but yeah, you know it's it's a great game. It's a lot of fun. But you know it's 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 a great time to play games. It's a great time for Netflix to release one of the most batshit insane documentaries that I have ever watched in my life, and probably most people have ever seen, for that matter. It, it keeps getting worse. Uh, whenever you first start watching this Tiger King. Um, yeah, it's like, how deep can the hole go? And let me tell you, you keep a digging. You keep a digging. You keep digging for, for a long, long time. After the first episode, I was like, oh, I bet this is like three parts. There's seven episodes in this and they're about an hour long. Each and of everything them. is full of something that will make you say, what the fuck? Uh, you could drop in at just about any point in any of these episodes and there will definitely be something that a line of dialogue or something you see if you see, whether it's a blow up doll strapped to a tree with dynamite attached to it or you know, any of Joe exotics country music videos where he's singing in front of it. He's lip syncing in front of a green screen. Very clearly. Oh man. He's totally singing. Uh, His background's real, bro. It's so strange how much he looks like Alan Jackson in those music videos. <laughs> yeah. He's got a sweet mullet and the eyebrow ring is barely hanging on yeah. and like ear piercings in his ears. Yeah. He's, uh, he's also got a Prince Albert. Remember he said he put the lock on the end of it. Yes, he did. What dude? That's ugh. Oh, that wilds me out. He said that as he was zipping his pants up, preparing for his first date after his, um, this is a spoiler alert, his second husband sh- accidentally shoots himself. Maybe he doesn't accidentally shoot himself because he said, this is my last cigarette before I die. Let's bring it back, Jake. Let's yeah, start from the beginning. Okay, yeah. If, you, if any beginning. of that sounds a little bit overwhelming, here's the setup of this. Talladega Nights. Imagine. <laughs> so imagine. Just imagine for a second. Um, Take a a gay redneck gun advocate, uh, tiger advocate. This is not a juxtaposition. This is for uh, real. This is all the same person. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Joe Exotic. He owns a private tiger zoo, tiger collection in the middle of what looks like bumfuck nowhere in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. 
the right in the middle of Oklahoma. In That's bum fuck. It's okay. In Winniewood, Oklahoma, not a major metropolitan center from what I could gather. And he also says there's not a lot of gay men there. Very so true. It's hard to find. So love. he had to go make some, <laughs> basically. Um. So he is. He owns a. He starts building this private zoo in the late nineties and. By the time in the mid-2000s, he gets in contact with a documentary filmmaker, or at least one documentary filmmaker. There was the other guy who wound up directing the Netflix series who said that he had been working with Joe and filming him since like 2014. Which is crazy. This is what's the 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 genius of it, is that you're there during the whole time. For about a period of five years, this guy is working with him, and he's also working with different um tiger zoo people across yeah tiger bass tiger baskins carol carol baskins (laughs) yeah you know it was nothing but solid hate between the two of them (laughs) sound like that guy yeah you said exactly like that one guy sweet like uh crocodile dundee on myth yeah that guy he was recording joe's uh youtube videos or that was his original like media manager i think and he was he touted he was like i met president george hw bush turned over in his grave right now yeah (laughs) probably um which was weird that was a very weird intro and then he was like i I was questioning what happened in your life to where you wind up working with a man like joe exotic uh (laughs) i i don't know maybe he was short on money but he he said in some of the later episodes, he's like, I was there at that park. I was there all the fucking time. I was there like 24 seven, you know, before the fire, <laughs> before he got blamed for the fire. He didn't start. Yeah. Um, there's a, so much like backstabbing and es- tiger espionage, uh, animal mistreatment, uh, polygamy, sex cults. And again, this is all in the first like three episodes, just about, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, there is so I'm just gonna run it through as clean as I can. So there's Joe. He owns this uh, tiger there. place, GW Zoo. Yeah, where he's breeding tigers. George Washington Zoo in Oklahoma. We're yeah. calling it. I don't yeah. remember what it stands for. He there's an <laughs> adversary who is all about tiger rescue, who may or may not have killed her husband. Uh, to but she definitely did. Maybe he's underneath the septic tank. Maybe she fed him to the tigers. Uh, Car- so, Carol. Carol fucking Baskin. Runs the exotic tiger rescue, I believe is what it's called, in Florida. Yep. And, and these two, Joe and Carol, are against each other. They do not like each other. Joe makes more of a spectacle of it. He's very loud about it. And some of Joe, I think some of the stuff that I liked about Joe was his honesty to certain degrees. Because, I mean, he definitely just said what was on his mind. He definitely said what he was on his mind lie about it. Definitely times where he probably shouldn't have. Definitely. <laughs> um, but basically it's these two going at it and then he plots to kill her and he hires a hitman, and then he ends up going to jail. Meanwhile, in this whole documentary, there's other people who own uh, other uh, tiger places where they're breeding tigers and you learn more about them as they contribute to the story and a lot of their stuff's kind of backwoods like uh there's this guy named doc antle and yeah, he, doc antle who, who's he's got like a he's changed his name to like a very hin he's bhagavan yeah which means like god crazy. or lord or something in hindu he's pretty much r kelly uh mm. yeah <laughs> he's like r kelly with tigers and women he makes them change their name 
he make he wants he pays for them all to get like implants and stuff so yeah. they could be hot when they work there. And they're teens whenever they first start, and he kind of puts them in the slums. They pays them nothing. He pays them like a hundred dollar, hundred fifty dollars a week, something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is just a side character. Yeah, a side uh, character in Myrtle Beach, the Myrtle Beach Safari, which where we have not been, but I've definitely seen on Barefoot Landing I've the tigers. Ad- I've definitely seen advertisements for it. I've seen you know, and, and we see at the end of the very end of this documentary that he, it, that place has been rated in December of 2019 which recently only a couple months ago so we're still kind of waiting to hear more about that and the outcome of, of that <laughs> supposedly he has euthanized uh, the tigers after they get over the cuddly age yes there was and I think there was a whole episode that focused on him and some of the, the shady fucking shit that this oh, guy yeah. was doing and this this guy is well spoken wh- yeah he definitely has an air of uh, confidence about him. He definitely seems like he is arrogant. He's a doctor of love. He actually has. Well, he does have a Ph.D. in I think it, they said spiritual healing. And when he introduces himself, it was like Dr. Antle. I'm going to go get a doctorate in some bullshit and yeah. see what happens. I will get a demand PhD that everybody calls me doctor. Yeah. Doctor. What are you a doctor of? Doc- uh, the Ninja Turtles. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he was very quick to, to, um, correct the interviewer. No, it's, it's doctor. He's it's extremely arrogant. Dr. Antle. He's, he's very arrogant. He is, he is very well spoken, but he's, you can tell he's into some shady shit. Oh yeah. He's a lot less. He says tra- it's not for prime time. He says it's, it's a life. He, he's a lot less transparent than, um, Joe exotic is. He's not nearly as much of an open book. Uh, because he's smarter, clearly. Yes. <laughs> but yes, he's into just as much shady shit. We f- we find out that he's yeah, like you said. So he's taking like tiger cubs, and you know, he'll, people will pay three hundred, four hundred dollars per person to come to that Myrtle Beach safari, and you know, take photos and cuddle with these little baby tigers, and mm-hmm. he will euthanize them. Supposedly, supposedly he will euthanize them uh, because he's you know he's got enough adult ones, and he doesn't want any more. He can't, he doesn't want to feed these and let them grow into adult tigers. So, and you get this information because there's a worker who used to work for him who is out of the who's brainwashing, no, yeah, no longer a part of it. She is like giving her story. Plus, uh, after Joe is arrested, which we will get the reason, we'll get to the reason why he was arrested. Uh, but so it by the end of it, you know, he's he's kind of like a an, an informant for PETA and helping them build a legal case against some of these other private zoo owners. Right. Cause he uh, claims to have dirt on 32 different people or something like yeah. that. <laughs> um, there's also like this Pablo Escobar kind of guy. He took snakes and had them transported, but they cut the snakes open, put drugs in them and stitched them back up. So no one would know that they were transmitted or giving out drugs. And they're like, yeah, they never cared about if the snakes died or not. Here's the craziest thing about this whole series is that the drug dealer was the murderous drug dealer was the least insane part and most forgettable part of this entire for you series. I completely forgot about that dude. I had no fucking idea. He was still like he was a part of it that he was still around. Like I did. I did not remember him at all. (laughs) Well, it's because you were so into Carol fucking Batson. (laughs) So what what was the real reason that that Joe had such a, that he hated Carol so much. It was, she's been trying to bring him down for years because of what he, he owns the tiger place. Yeah. She, it's like Miss 
mistreatment of animals. She's like trying to dis- discredit him. I think at one point he was got sued for copyright infringement because he copied their logo for one of Just his to piss him off. Though. Yeah, one of his internet TV shows, and then they they sued him. And Similar were names to, too. Yeah, and they were trying to like liquidate him and his assets. And but stuff. he would change the name every time. Or change over the ownership of his place, yep. like to his mom's name, so they would yeah. have the legal team would have to come back. But uh, Carol Baskin, she's rich because she may or may not have killed her husband, Don Lewis. <laughs> and supposedly, in the episode that we've seen, um, he, they're talking to like Don Lewis's lawyers and stuff like that, um, and they don't believe that he just often went away. Yeah. So there is some very very shady circumstances surrounding Even this the guy's police death. work was just not good. We've later find out that one of um that Carol has a brother who is a detective on like the police force that investigated the local police force, the local police force that investigated this. Uh but her husband, her second husband get the timeline is isn't super clear. She says she got married very young and was in an abusive relationship with her Mm -hmm. first husband was literally walking the streets, not like as a prostitute, but just like ran away from home and got like picked up by this other guy, Don Lewis. After he tried three times to talk to her. Yeah. Who was like 20 years older than her already has like his own family told her that he, she could hold a gun on him. Yeah. Some of, some of whom that we, we meet in the documentary, you meet like his kids um, they they do an interview where they're like Carol, bad news. I think <laughs> pretty shady. Um, so the the guy, but anyways, this guy Don Lewis is like an actual millionaire. Like he's got a shit ton of money, and they, you know, they wind up getting together. Uh, they wind up starting to build this tiger preserve and tiger zoo, and Don Lewis m- disappears under mysterious circumstances. He uh, allegedly. He had a bunch of multiple affairs. He would fly to Puerto Rico once um, one, once a month to help buy tigers illegally and, and shit like that. But he also had like a mistress there. And he was supposed to go to Puerto Rico uh, for one of these trips and just ne- apparently never made it. Didn't show up to the, this little airport where he had his, this private plane. And Carol uh, was not... Um, Especially in her interviews for this Netflix series, she was not very um, tore up about it, was she, Riot? <laughs> no, and she, <laughs> she seemed very suspicious, especially whenever she mentions, you know, sardine oil being Which rubbed on is things. A very specific, and she also laughs multiple times when they're asking details about, like, you know, if you if someone did this, how would they do it? And she's just like, ah, Ah, like you do do. this is what you do and it really made it seem like she got away with murdering her husband doesn't it (laughs) um yeah there's something off about her for sure now it is mentioned that she was raped as a kid and that could be you know you take some of that with you um but she there is something off there there's something off and she's definitely a hippie as well the first time you see her she's wearing a halo of flowers Everything she owns is like tiger print. She has gone and lobbied it in front of Congress in DC for different animal rights laws and has been dressed in tiger print from head to toe. 
there's that one scene where they go in her closet and she's like, everything I own is tiger print. Check out all this shit. Yeah. And she is. What about when she got married to her husband? They took pictures and he was like a tiger and she had him on so a chain. Her third husband. Yes. Harold Howard, maybe. Oh, I can't I call remember. Him little bitch boy. Yeah. She definitely runs. Howard. Shit on there. Yeah. Howard. Howard Baskins was his name, I think. Yeah, that guy was pretty weird too. But he yeah. he was definitely he was well spoken as well. You can tell he's a smart guy. Well spoken, educated, very much on to Just because it you're educated like, doesn't mean you're weird. Yeah, no, he's weird as hell. Both yeah. of them are very they're they're well spoken, but they're yes. weird. They're weird as fuck. Oh yeah, they're such strange people. But yeah, you could tell like he was kind of helping to lead that legal fight against uh, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. He was very very much on top of on top of that, but. So, <laughs> God, where do you even go from there, Joe? Speaking of being on top, Joe is married to two different men at the same time. Two different who are men. both straight. Yes, <laughs> that's where you go. Joe got married to some six foot six, like twenty year old kid, and then he married some meth head. Well, maybe both were meth heads. Maybe all three were meth heads. Yeah, that one guy definitely had more teeth. Um, so maybe he did less meth, but I, I don't know. He smoked a lot of pot. Travis. So Joe tells the story. He said, you know, I was, I found out I was gay when I was 12 or 13 years old. And he tells this heartbreaking, which is a sad story. I he said this his, kind of sets up why he's done what he's done. Like as far as the animals, not all yeah. the corruption that follows. said like his father made him shake um, his hand from his mother and promised not to show up to his funeral mm-hmm. uh, because obviously um, he's gay and that he's was gay and in Oklahoma in the 1970s or whatever. It's, you know, crazy. Come to be, come to be expected. Well, not a, probably not a very tolerant place to grow up. <laughs> well, and and what they show in the documentary, it seems like people in Oklahoma, based on the documentary, or they don't shut him out. There's people that still come up to the yeah, same stuff and I, vote and for I, him. It's probably like a well-known thing, and it may just be on a person-by-person basis. But yeah, things things are changing, especially in you know, you know, all over the country. But you know, there's still places, unfortunately, in the South where being a gay person is still blows my mind, man. Um, you know, it's not a thing that you can necessarily, it's not a thing about yourself that you can publicly, um, you know, have out there and not expect people to, at the very least, you know, be, you know, mean to you or shun you or even worse, you know, your sexual orientation does not define you as a person. It's part of you. And it depends on how far you take it. Like if you're doing porn or something like that, I guess maybe that defines you a little bit more, but it's your job. Where Joe takes it is a little bit of a, a different direction. It Joe's was very more, flamboyant. He's very gay. He's very flamboyant. He's very honest with but who he's he is. Also very opportunistic and yeah. Also like dark. I'm afraid. I'm. It's sad to say this, but almost predatory. Kind of like a tiger, some would say, in the way that he selects his um his lovers or victims. In the in the same way that he mentions that a lot of the people that he has working for him at the zoo are like ex cons or felons, and they have trouble getting jobs other places. So he um, em- employs them here. He gives them a place to live, but they also don't make hardly any money. So in the way that they can't really save up enough money or make enough money to leave that job once they're in it, they're kind of stuck Fucked. there. <laughs> Um, and the, the living conditions were not good. He's got a bunch of trailers that were set up across the property and they did not seem like 
uh, places you would there ever want rat to be. In a, uh, 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 sock drawer. And this, and that was a scene where I wasn't quite sure if that was a living quarter or if that was supposed to be like. I think they put because I think the word that they used was a recreational place, but well, it didn't what have kind of recreations happening there. It's probably with a boot scooting. That's in definitely there. like the the meth smoking. You think so? Um, I, the way that that place was, it was trashed. It Dude, was I not definitely like, wouldn't smoke meth. Uh, yeah, and I wouldn't do it in a place <laughs> uh, that looked yeah. like that. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> hit you with those uh, random like honesties, yeah. <laughs> and then like just duh stuff, and then you're like, oh yeah, abs absolutely, absolutely. No, it 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 didn't look like a place you would ever want to be. It was it was there was some rough shit in there. Uh, there was, was the no slums, running water, ru- no running water. There was like rats living in it, and it was it just it was just Found trash. A rat in my cob salad. <laughs> Applebee's has rats, <laughs> and Applebee. If they open, I'm gonna have to look up. After they this met in Applebee's. Remember that Jeff Lowe guy? He met somebody. Oh, you fucking right. You're absolutely right. They I met for- there. You're absolutely. I forgot about that so, until now. So Carol is trying to sue Joe, and Joe keeps changing it up. He's put the the zoo in his mom's name. His mom goes bankrupt because they lawyer the hell out of her, and they just have to keep paying. Yeah. His mom ultimately dies bankrupt and stuff. And he also did a video with her where she's crying, holding on to his dad's hand. Whatever. Um, yeah. It's Joe yeah. sells the zoo to this uh, swinger, this other investor, this other mysterious has, investor who just kind of st- he's he's also a tiger jeff Lowe. tiger owner jeff Lowe, um who looks who dresses like a fucking jesse james yeah yeah he <laughs> jesse james is a little more entertaining than this guy but he gives up tell correct me if i'm wrong but he gives off exactly the same type of vibe he's like a dude he's not as creepy in as, his he's a dude in his 50s or he's he's less creepy he's clearly balding so he wears like a bandana it's and like a trucker Brent cap Michaels. Uh, yeah, okay. So Jesse James, Brett Michaels, and a fucking con artist all rolled into one. Also, there's tigers. There's tigers. Um, Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. So the way this guy is introduced, they play him up to be like this fucking rock star. He's like walking around the tiger cage. He's got his ripped jeans on. He's got his fucking affliction t-shirt. He's got his <laughs> Ed Hardy. He's got his yeah. He's got his Ed Hardy. His Ed Hardy leather jacket. He's got a, a bandana on underneath his. He flat brim, time. flat brimmed cap. <laughs> he served time. He doesn't let that not be known. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, the moment he comes on screen, you're just like, oh. <laughs> Jake was like, his dick was pulsating with excitement because this is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he thought the tigers were exciting. Let me tell <laughs> Who's on the prowl? Jake's on the prowl. Once I get <laughs> Once I see a tap out t-shirt, I'm like, <laughs> I'm wet with excitement. Oh, well, so we've learned can a lot you, about each other here today. You, can you excuse me for a moment? <laughs> excuse me while I kiss the sky. So if you haven't guessed, Jake is really into men who were, you know, dressing a who were in their fifties and dress. <laughs> Hey man, everybody's got a type, you know. So they play him up like he's this kind of rock star, like he's this millionaire. He drives a Ferrari with his uh, with a a tiger. Yeah, he drives a Ferrari and a Hummer, both with a tiger riding shotgun. Um, he's got this. They show he has Joe. He invites Joe out to this mansion in in Vegas where they smoke a bunch of weed and shit. Like yeah, and Joe's like Joe. Joe Exotic is clearly enamored with this guy in the way that I think that he approached him first because he had some tigers. He wanted to have a place to like store. 
Um, and apparently other people would contact him. We find out that there is a, there's a fire and there's an arson that was clear. The police ruled was clearly an arson. They still don't know who said it, uh, but it burned up a lot of um, it burned up his studio. But there was also an alligator habitat. We learned that those alligators were. What you said was owned by Michael Jackson. Owned by Michael Jackson. So they were originally owned by Michael Jackson. They were also, obviously they, he was, you know, had given them a place to live before he died because this you know, fire was in like 2015 or something like that. But. But these uh, alligators were boiled alive. Yeah, boiled a lot of alive. these animals are exploited, and everything is just to that, use them. That's which always is against everything that these people should have stood for. Always the, initially stood for. It's kind of the saddest thing that you almost forget about, just because the people are the most insane people you meet. That there are there's genuine like animal cruelty and suffering it bums going me out, on, dude. And. Yeah, no, it, it's brutal stuff. Like, After the first episode, I was like, well, maybe these people aren't that crazy because if I'm being completely honest with myself, I have a dog and two cats. I keep them inside prison walls. Technically, they're in our house. We try to treat them the best we could and can. But I mean, these animals used to live wild, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they're domesticated now, but shit, how do I defend myself? But then you get into episode two through seven. You're like, oh, well, okay. I'll, so maybe I'm not so bad. <laughs> maybe I'm not the worst person in the world. The, yeah, they're every single per like again, even Carol, um, who is Carol fucking basket. Yeah. Her, her, um, her tiger zoo is clearly not all it's, you know, cracked up to she's be. She's using them. She's selling them out too. And she's like, Hey, come into the zoo of these rescued animals when we have them in cages and we want your money to come see them. That's exploitation. There are two different tiger habitats within driving distance of here. And I think I've, I've been to one of them. One of them was, um, there's tiger world, which is close to Charlotte. And then there's the, I think it's called the conservative center, which is in Mebane Mm -hmm. on the way to Raleigh. Um, do you think you could defend the Ashboro zoo? I, I think they're definitely more, way more humane conditions than what the stuff you see. I've seen a sand cat in there and he, he doesn't have a lot of room to run around and he is like stir crazy. He like runs around the whole exhibit. It's probably like twice this room right here. I would say maybe. probably one of the saddest places I've been was a place in downtown Wilmington. I don't know if it's still open, but it was called like not. the snake atarium snake. I don't know. Both of those are, but it was a, a snake center and it was, um, for like tropical snakes and stuff. And there was also like an alligator in it, which was in a very, very small enclosure, which kind of made me sad. Uh, they had like an albino alligator and it had like mm-hmm. what looked like if you took like two kiddie pools and stuck them side by side, oh, dude, something about sucks. like 10 feet long, basically, and maybe uh-huh. like five feet deep. And the enclosure was only like slightly bigger than that. Well, it's like the one in Charleston. They have an albino. Like the, but they said albinos will die first because the predators yeah. spot them. But at the same time, that alligator can like turn around a little. That six foot alligator can turn around in that, but it can't like do much else. Really? Yeah. Well, the one that in Charleston's <laughs> bigger than that. I will say that. Yeah. No, that that place in that place in Wilmington was it was the animals seemed you know, off. It's hard to tell with snakes, but some of the bigger animals, you know, like the bigger reptiles, it was, it was kind of sketchy, but the sketchiest thing about that was, have you heard the chemtrails of uh, conspiracy theory? No, that the government is putting chemicals and the airlines exhaust oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. like seed clouds to either influence uh, people or viruses or change the weather. There's all sorts Corona. of, yeah, 
maybe even Corona. Yeah. There was an entire, you walk through the whole thing. And then at the very end, there's a room you walk through to where it's dedicated to like the chemtrails conspiracy, which was the strangest thing I've ever well, it's seen. It's got to be pretty strange. A that's zoo. A, a stretch to say yeah, that's no, true. There's like no wall to wall, like, like text and exhibits about chemtrails and evidence about chemtrails. It was so, it was so weird. That would be a good name for like a punk rock singer. If her name was Kim trails. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Yeah. I'd I think that'd that. be pretty good. That could be a gender neutral name too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What? But I would picture more of a woman. I would. I picture, I picture a girl. Cooler. Uh, I would picture a girl with purple hair. Kim trails. Kim trails. Or maybe if it's a Sonic crossover, Kim tails. Oh, look at you that. Yeah. Sonic Did you crossover. say there's a porno, a Sonic porno? Sonic the Badgehog? Yeah. Don't look it up. But I'm too al- late. But also, if you want to, I can tell you it's horrific. You can uh, tell so, me because you've seen it. I, I fast forwarded through a little bit of it. Yeah. I, I found myself because, interested a little more and a little more and a little cause, more. Just because I heard about it. And let me tell you. It was disappointing. What is Sonic Vag? Sonic the. Sonic the. Yeah, exactly. Vag hog. Well, speaking of Vag hogs, Jeff Lowe uh, <laughs> is a Vag hog. <laughs> they, so they introduce him like he's this fucking rock star and he's like him and his wife are swingers and that kind of thing. And they show like a bunch of photos in Vegas and he's like, Oh, I got kicked out of Vegas. Cause I was, we were bringing tiger cubs up to the, the, the hotel room and stuff. I don't know. It was just weird. And so Joe winds up transferring the zoo to, to uh, Jeff Lowe's name. And he kind of winds up taking the zoo away from him after Joe gets uh, sent off to prison and the big, the big reveal of why Joe is in prison is Ryan is that he, um, basically in his in a moment of desperation, he's reached out to somebody and he wants to basically put a hit out on Carol Basket. <laughs> he, yeah. I, I found your porno. <laughs> so, sorry, Ryan is laser focused right now. No, I'm not laser focused. <laughs> I'm just trying to find more pictures to. The, Cause a lot of this is like anime and it's just, I've never been into the anime. <laughs> it's just strange. A lot of cartoons. Okay. I'm going to stop. Where are we at? Uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Lowe, Jeff Blow. Uh, Jeff Blow. Him and his wife are swingers and they use baby tiger cubs in Las yeah. Vegas as yeah. they transport them through the lobby in, in luggage yeah. <laughs> to go upstairs so they can swing and have sex with other people. They exploit Apparently. the animals and they will be caught. And they are caught and then he gets arrested. Well, that was quick. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it happened. Uh, and that, I mean, that's after Joe has already, he's obviously in financial trouble. He signs over the, signs over everything to Jeff. After he's sold it over to his mom, they think Jeff's going to save him because yes. he's got all this money. Turns but out he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he just appears like he has a lot of he money. He leases the fuck out of everything. He leases everything. He's behind on payments and he always just is jumping from one thing to another. And he, he has this appearance of somebody that has like good a old lot. Ponzi scheme. Yeah. He seems like he has a lot of money, but really. He's a fucking con artist. <laughs> I went to the Fed, you know, when I was telling you about the bottom bitch stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I went to the Fed and they told us a story about this guy locally who did that. He had like a whole bunch of cars downstairs and like all these guitars signed by people and like huge mansion. But he was in a Ponzi scheme and they figured it out. The Fed caught him. Really? Like, yeah. And that's what immediately I thought about whenever I saw that guy's car. Cause I was like episode three or four, whenever you first meet him, like, yeah. Oh, he's got the tiger and gonna, the Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> things are definitely going to get worse. And it reminded me of that story. So 
Um, I got a feeling they're going to bust that guy at some point. Yeah, he's he whines so <sighs> bunch of shit happens. Uh, you know, some some people die. Uh, you know, Joe is becoming more and more unhinged. Some people die. Who the fuck dies? Uh, his Travis? second. Yeah. Travis, uh, Maldonado he blows himself away who another, one of his husbands who is not gay, uh, winds up, yeah. uh, accidentally, or maybe Joe's p- out there getting husbands, man. There's, you just need baby tigers and you can make anybody what you want them to be. That and fucking meth. meme we saw about meth. set to the, the Spice Girls theme where. Do you, you want to do it? You want me to do it? Do what? If you want to be my lover, you got to have tigers and meth. Anyways, so okay. he's got so he's got both <laughs> he's right. got both of the I was hoping for some backup there, but well, you know I didn't what? know where you're going. I went, I, I went you for just it. You told me about that today. I, I went for it. About it. And uh so <laughs> I just I don't yeah. know where to Anyways, Joe's Joe's out there getting husbands right and left, but so Travis winds up shooting himself. Uh, we haven't even talked about his political aspirations yet, have we? We don't even have to go there. Oh, my Joe God. Joe tries to run for the president, and he also tries to run for the governor of Oklahoma. It's 20% of votes. That's all That's all you need to know. There was, of course, the um, the guy he hires to be his campaign manager, uh, who the was... I worked the- at Walmart. <laughs> he's like, I knew he was batshit crazy when we talked at Walmart, because I was the gun... <laughs> Uh, clerk. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, Hey, you want to be my campaign manager? I was like, that's my dream job. I crack up every time I hear that because I'm just like, what is going on? This is like the most backwoods redneck bullshit rhinestone ass a nine thing I've ever heard. It's abs. It's absolutely insane that, yeah, he just hires this guy from Walmart to be his campaign manager. Who says it's like the worst experience? Yeah, he said I was his Joe's campaign manager for a year and a half, and it was the worst experience of my life. Amen. It was absolutely horrible, terrible, terrible. Was the ex- about exact quote that he said? Yeah, that was. Uh- so he's there at the office when Travis shoots himself, and we see it on camera. Well, we don't see it on camera, but we see like the we see like the flash and the pop, and then everyone's sitting there in the office, like, "Oh my God, did he or didn't he?" Oh, he did. One of the best memorial services I've ever seen. Strung out, Mama. His yeah, his mother in law's strung out. Joe Exotic is. Uh, he goes full country singer and people start oh, clapping during the as a political thing too yeah because he's he, like Travis told me right before he died he said hun you're gonna you're gonna make make me proud a lot of people, people happy and you not everyone's gonna love you and that meth head definitely didn't say that he 100% did not say that that dude did not care about anything other than smoking weed and shooting guns and riding around on his four wheeler. Hell yeah. We know this because that memorial they built in the park had all of those things. Just a skateboard and an ATV and a bong and, yeah, um, <laughs> and a bong and a semi and a semi automatic rifle. <laughs> yeah. And some like dude porno. <laughs> but he wasn't gay. I just Jake, I me personally, I don't know if I could just Pretend to be gay for yeah. meth and an ATV. In 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 the uh, thing, they talk to Joe about how he turned this young guy gay, and Joe says, well, "You ever watch asked, porn? You ever watch porn?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." He's like, well, "You ever seen you Sonic do? the Vagehog?" <laughs> <laughs> which like, hasn't been made yet. <laughs> which one do you like to see, the big ones or small ones going in now? Them ladies. He's like the big ones. And He's then like, Joe's not- like, well, I guess we ain't as straight as we thought we were, are we? Or something like that. And it's just like, 
Here's the baby huh. tiger and here's some meth. <laughs> yeah. Go on, have a field day. Come back and give me some smooches. I just couldn't live with that life. No, but neither one of us have never have ever been addicted to something like meth either. Well, let's so. go find out, dude. Let's go get some meth right I don't now. Know if I want to, let's no, no, if no, we no, do, no. You do for meth. the podcast. We're yeah. gonna get meth. <laughs> we're gonna see if we have any feelings towards we're money and free stuff. <laughs> we're starting if pa- we're willing to sell out ourselves. We're starting a Patreon to help us buy meth and then some pink shirts so that we can wear in our polygamous wedding. <laughs> That's fine, man. I'm gonna send out a, a Facebook post. So I'm gonna be like, Pink hey, shirts and cowboy hats. Hey, and- <laughs> where can I get meth around here? <laughs> Come on, man. If if we can't get meth, we'll settle for crack. <laughs> that should be much easier. Yeah. Hey, fuck. Let's do some heroin too, man. Oh boy. Jake, don't say, oh boy. Come on. Let's see if sorry that shit will make you settle oh, out. Boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I used to be straight, but I did meth, and now I get everything I want, so I'm going to hook up with this dude right here. It's kind of like Pretty Woman. Uh, is it? Yeah. She gets all the jewels and stuff, and she you know, is with a rich guy. Eventually, she loves it's, him. It's exactly like Pretty Woman. It's Oh, it's totally Pretty Woman. Yeah. So you Travis know, is Julia Roberts. Joe Exotic, Richard Gere. Right. Yeah. And that they both have a gerbil at their asshole the entire film. Oh, well, that rumor has it. Rumor has it, yeah. It's called gerbiling. Look it up. Don't rumor look it up. Rumor has it. <laughs> rumor has it. They say that you take the toilet paper roll. Right, exactly. And you have to have a point of the gerbil yeah, in there. Point of entry, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, otherwise, there's no. There's it's no, he's never gonna do it, he's never gonna get in there. But I'm, it's like, just ridiculous. But it's, the toilet paper roll, I feel like, would collapse under the sphincter muscle you know so maybe if you get like a reinforced one like yeah. there's certain ones like maybe like a metal can, one yeah like a metal one or maybe yeah. some made of a pvc plastic oh man i bet you that's, got, that's gotta make sure right that it's there. not leaking plastic micro beads into your rectum would you though. get a three-fourth size or would you go a full inch a three-fourths you think so yeah you gotta grease that thing down so that guy yeah, can exactly. just slick right through there put like a bunch a of slide at a put a bunch of baby oil zone. on it it won't even matter <laughs> yeah man just let that little <laughs> little fucker slide on in there would you shave him i think you gotta shave him because the hair's gonna catch all the lube it's just not gonna work well you just gotta get that like a naked mole rat just slide that right down there and down the hatch anyway in your butt. anyways <laughs> yeah Nothing. <laughs> you don't know where to none, go from there. None, none, well, none of these tangents are as crazy as this it, story. Is yeah, it, 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 it's real. I'm speechless. I'm literally flabbergasted. In that there's no other way to describe it. That none of the fucking weird, gross tangents we've been on are as weird or as gross or as insane as anything you're going to see when you're watching this this documentary series. Joe went to jail. So how did he how did he wind up going to jail? So he winds up putting a hit on Carol Baskin for three thousand dollars, which is some random dude that he worked with for a little bit. A guy he that hated. worked a guy that worked for Jeff Lowe, who was like the maintenance dude there at the yeah. zoo. But Joe hated him. But he was and, like, "Hey, you can kill Carol Baskin." But this was a guy that had worked with Jeff and a couple different business ventures, who was also a felon. Um, there's some trend here my friend yeah so everyone here has been to jail and done at least time. at least once and none of these people can work anywhere but construction yeah construction or maintenance or cross-country hitman as it would as it would seem yes um so he he winds up getting involved and he takes the money goes to the nudie bars yeah 
this guy who was supposed to take this money as a down payment. So he wanted $5,000. Joe only gives him three. And he's like, he did the, all right, I'm, are you getting there? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He does like a down payment or something. How to get the money though. Um, he does like a fundraiser Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he prays. Yeah. The beginning. And he, uses the the money from that to help pay off the hitman to go kill carol baskin yes um, so the guy drives from oklahoma to florida with the intent for free grand for the intents of killing this lady they find out how they sort of plan how they're going to do this because they see on one of her like facebook or twitter posts she's doing a selfie video of her on a bike riding on a bike path and they get on google earth yep there you and go. they you know, because all good plans begin on Google Earth. Amen, man. The most foolproof system for, you know, planning anything. <laughs> well, yeah, no duh. And apparently they're saying, hey, you could stand right here and shoot her. You could stand right here and shoot her. So that was the plan. Um, they were like, hey, we're she's going to come by on her. <laughs> she's going to come by on her bike. And I guess they're just going to. from here, there, over there. Hey, I'll shoot her from They're here. like, oh, there's a park bench here. I could sit down and shoot her from this one. Yeah. And. <laughs> you like that fucking Carol Baskin. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they sent, send this guy out there. Um, and he gets sidetracked along the way. He want, he said, you know, I had this money. I was supposed to go kill this lady, but uh, um, apparently <laughs> I need to get drugs and go to the nudie bar. Yeah, So he winds up buying drugs and partying and going to the strip club instead. Makes sense to me. And man. then after he runs out of money, he goes back to his trailer in South Carolina. <laughs> Let me ask you, you're saying all this stuff. Does this seem like backwoods, like just crazy? You can't come up with it kind of stuff. You know, I said it at the top that, you know, 99% of the stuff we talk about on this is fiction and that, the you know, just fictional stuff, fictional movies, TV shows. But God damn, if you couldn't, you couldn't have came up with, you could have made up a better story than this if you had tried. They're doing a movie for it, supposedly. <sighs> they I really should. Imagine. Have you I seen like the one where they took trilogy. like the, the casting of it? The well, perfect? I've seen uh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Um, could play every part just about. <laughs> she really could. She's hilarious. <laughs> She's got such a range. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I seen something like Michael Keaton, maybe Michael Keaton would be like Jeff Lowe, in my opinion. Yeah, there was, we'll have to, I'll repost that list if I can find it. I think Olivia shared it with me, but it was like the perfect casting breakdown. It was like every single one. It was Danny like McBride. Absolutely. Perfect. I feel like Zach Galifianakis. David, Danny like. McBride was Joe exotic. And then I think Dex Shepard was one of the other people. Dex Shepard was mm-hmm. one of the other I can't remember exactly which He's one. He's probably but. the skinny guy with the long hair. It's yeah. Like, maybe. hey, all that Walmart meat truck, all expired meat, but we fed to the Tigers. Yeah. And, and there's so much. And so, you know, Joe winds up getting arrested. So he becomes an informant for different people. Um, Jeff Lowe. And we haven't even talked about James Gerritsen. Oh, mister. The, I get on a, a Kenny fucking powers, dude. Yeah. The, the guy on the, the fucking jet ski. That He's, needs to be uh, Danny McBride. He owns jet ski. what he owns strip clubs and also a uh, what looks like a, pawn, a he owns a lemur a strip lemur. club and what looks like a pawn shop. Um, where he does his interviews at. <laughs> he just looks like trash and they all are trash. They're all horrible, horrible people. And so the the two of them, they wind up being like informants for the FBI, I guess, bring help bring Joe down. And then from prison, Joe is 
prison mic. Suddenly snitching on every. The worst part about quarantine was the dementors. And <laughs> <laughs> the dementors. The dementors. The, and so he winds up snitching on like tons and tons of other people. And, you know, where this documentary ends, you know, it's clear that lots of animals have been exploited. Lots of people that are involved in this are horrible people. And they've kind of been shown in a light that they were not ready to be it's not the thing that i'm left with is that this story is probably not over with oh, that i'm not at all this could really just be the beginning of this like a lot some of these like i had actually watched that episode of john oliver where he was looking at third-party candidates and i remember recognizing that ad um from you know way back four years ago i remember seeing joe exotic i'm but broke until i had kinky sex i've tried drugs and i ain't gonna change the way i dress <laughs> Vote for me. Yeah, I remember. I remember him now, but it took a minute, you know, to make that connection. I was like, "Oh shit, this is the same guy from that video where he's limping around that tiger cage." Hell <laughs> yeah, bro! <laughs> Talking about being gay and broke as shit. <laughs> and it's okay to be bro- gay <laughs> and wear that sweet bolo tie. Um, God. So yeah. It- he and part of the reason that Jeff turns on him is that uh, he's forged his name. He forged his name. He also embezzles a lot of money from the park to fund his political campaign, which is illegal. Got to do what you got to do. Uh, he spends I don't know how many thousands of dollars printing condoms with his face on the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That was hilarious. I didn't. I was waiting till the perfect moment to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there's oh my god there's, it was just trailer park madness this if they make a movie of this they need to make it in two parts at least yeah there's so, so much story the thing is we've been talking about this for an hour and a half we could easily do our own spin-off series on this entire thing because there's like so much episode we've there's so much that we've left out and these are we're painting this in very broad strokes but uh, who's my, your favorite character uh i think well it's definitely not jeff Lowe. fuck that guy um, I th- I liked the guy that had the insane clown posse uh, oh, prosthetic legs Rake or whatever. Yeah, Josh or John Ranky. Ranky, I yeah. think. Um, James Garrison was an absolute dirt bag, and I loved how unapologetic he was. Um, I loved the um the campaign manager slash Walmart gun department. Oh yeah, that guy. Clerk. He was nice. <laughs> he he was legit. so nice. I felt so bad for him. Just uh, the, the transgender he- man, the one that got. Their arm ate off. Oh, that, yeah, yes. Um, yeah. And how Joe Exotic shows up with a paramedic jacket on all of a sudden. Yeah. And was like, whatever you do, don't put your fucking arm in a tiger cage. <laughs> Nobody else do that. He's just shouting this in the gift shop where there's like people still like shopping. Yeah. He had like that redneck father kind of thing going on there. <sighs> It was very much redneck father. I feel yeah. like Travis and some of that too. Like even though they were lovers, I felt like Joe was kind of like a father figure for him as well. Yeah, in a, in a lot of ways. That scene where he's shooting at the uh, shooting at his mother in law is a joke. Yeah, shooting the trees, but yeah, seems not safe. aiming very far away from her. Yeah. Well, you know, Louis Armstrong, he went to jail for a little bit for shooting a gun at a party and joe was doing the same thing did not go to jail yeah it's oh my god there's so (laughs) there's so much going on here it's it's impossible it's impossible to cover all this in just a single episode of one podcast but we tried we did you have to see it it's absolutely crazy it's a train wreck from beginning to end and if, if you haven't watched it 
seriously, what are you doing? Well, I'm sure any news that what? we get of this, we're going to follow up on it. it, it we'll, we will check in with Joe Exotic and, and this what train if we wreck, got any, Joe any here? chance we get. What if we Skyped him from prison what and had him on the podcast? Uh, like I said, we're starting a Patreon soon to buy meth and or Joe Exotic's bail sentence. What would you do if he bought you a bunch of trucks? I get, you'd have to. Would you tap it? Yeah. A bunch of trucks? Yeah, dude. How many are we talking? Like At least four. two. Or maybe four. Maybe. Yeah, man. I'm going to go double. So, like I said, four trucks. That's the yeah. minimum. Of a four truck minimum. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, um, He's into younger men, Joe Exotic. He's uh, oh, very with clearly. some guy. The older Man. he gets, the younger they get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, it's gross. That Dylan guy. That yeah, who did with. not seem gay at all. Really? Megan said, my wife, she seemed to think that he's the only convincible gay the, man. Oh, yeah. Maybe the, the one that seemed possibly the gayest. The not possibly say, the not gayest. Say, I'm not, no, I know that probably sounds bad. I'm not saying that's an insult. He's but he possibly seemed, the gayest, he seemed, folks. He seemed like he could... He was the only one that actually seemed like he... Was a homosexual man. Was a homosexual man that had genuine feelings for Joe Exotic. But again, the yeah, circumstances as he drove are just, around in that sweet-ass car that yeah, Joe bought him. That brand-new Camaro. Like, which I love some, you, baby. I'm just waiting until you die. even he, like, when they go on their first date, he takes them to, like, a campaign rally that's also a Christmas parade. Hey, man. That he has, got, he has a float with tigers and Christmas lights on it. Oh. That's his, like... And crystal man. Vote for me. <laughs> Krista... <laughs> Joe Exotic for governor. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> hey, if you vote for me, I'll smoke you out. Yeah, he said this is like his first date since Travis. This has been two months since this other dude has shot they himself in the Travis's head. Travis's mom to the wedding, and she showed up, and she was one of the four people who were invited. Yeah, it was strange. It, it looked the like whole they got married. It was strange. It also looked like they got married at the Grand Canyon. I don't. I may have to go back and watch that part again, but it looked like they were at the Grand Canyon for some reason. <laughs> You know, I maybe they just did. It. I thought they did it at the zoo, and I thought it was a lake behind them. Maybe I was a little bit inebriated that night when I watched it. Could have been, and I just imagined there were walls on the side of that lake. Maybe it was completely flat. Who knows? <laughs> uh, also, I will say during some of the interviews, they interview a man in a tub and jorts. They do the, and the they, same guy that's the hitman. Yeah, and then they also interview this dude who uh, the businessman who's riding on a fucking jet ski, as we mentioned before. James, yeah, James, Mister James, which Garrett's which is ridiculously crazy. Yeah. Correct. Don't you just like me taking a dump in a toilet and like come interview me there? Like why? Uh, the James Garrison one was especially amazing because it's a fat man with a ridiculous bowl cut. Uh, riding, you look like the lad from Berries and Cream lad. Yeah, riding a jet ski while Eye of the Tiger plays in the background. <laughs> um, which might be my best moment of anything I've watched so far in 2020, honestly. Uh, it's absolutely incredible to watch. It's a it's a real emotional experience for me and everyone involved. <laughs> I felt no emotion whatsoever, except like, what the fuck? Just shaking, my shaking my head. <laughs> what could possibly happen next? But yeah, so be careful what you ask. You know, speak, speaking of what could happen next, who knows? This is probably something that's on ongoing and Netflix has not ruled out the possibility of a season two of Tiger King. Have so. they not? They're saying it's a it's possible that it could happen. So the fact that they would have enough to be able to put on there that blows my mind. Well, yeah, part of the reason I think they're able to do this is that there is years and years of footage 
um, from him trying to originally create a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I think his original well, producer, yeah, his, his original producer was gonna. He was trying to pitch this to like Discovery or some some channel like that to to air this. So, wow, just amazing stuff. A lot of questionable stuff. I, where do you begin here? I don't even know where you begin. We but. began, we finished, we ended. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about Tiger King, Ryan? Um, I really wish people wouldn't exploit animals for their own good. Yeah, there's some. Uh, there's definitely some scenes in this which are hard to watch. I think the one scene where Joe picks up and leaves, and he flees with several like tigers and stuff. You see them shoving these tigers into. Um, you know, these trucks and they're driving off and Mm -hmm. that was hard to watch. I didn't like that. I didn't like how they like sedated them and shoved them in these really small. I was not a big fan of that. I didn't like, they said that they found, um, like, uh, infant tiger skeletons underneath Mm -hmm. his, uh, house six, which he admitted to. He said, yeah, I euthanized these tigers, but he was, he tried to play it off. Like they were sick or, something or other and i I don't know it i don't really remember the reason could be false but you yeah you've done that yeah you shouldn't shouldn't have done that makes me wonder about doc yeah the rumor was he was taking those tigers and he had an on-site uh crematorium which is awful um there was also that um the scene where he was talking about the the chimpanzees which had two uh like habitats right beside each oh, other yeah which that was really sad he said that he sold them to a, a different uh a different zoo and the first thing they did was like embrace and they lived beside each other for 10 years and he was like did i keep them from doing this for i think that was like a revelation for him though i do think that was actually a sad revelation but it's him. like why didn't they have their own enclosure if they're sitting right beside each other mm. i don't know i mean there's a lot you can question but i mean know. if you defend that how do you defend zoos uh i think you know it's you know the size of the habitat it's it's how the animals are treated and it's like if these were animals that were bred in captivity i don't necessarily think that they would be able to just be released back into their natural habitat and survive. Some of them may, might not be able to, they might not have developed those, those hunting skills and yeah. they might be dependent on humans to be fed and stuff. You know, they might have that natural like flashes of aggression, but the way that they are come off in a lot of this is they're just giant cats. Um, you know, there's obviously more to the, these animals than that. And, you know, with circuses and the fact that they're, definitely scaling back, you know, with, with, uh, you know, their animal performances and stuff and animal cruelty. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really complicated thing. And it's, it's like, you know, what, why is one zoo okay? And why is one not? Well, I think a lot of the sound of the, how those animals are treated and that kind of but thing. How do you but know they're treated? Well, you know, you don't you just saw the back. You don't, I mean, this. they, they can't, they can't speak. They obviously don't know. It's it's definitely a, a moral question that's difficult that a lot of people are going to have to kind of wrestle with in their heads. But, you know, why would, you know, something like Joe Exotic's Animal Zoo be unacceptable? But, you know, other, you know, publicly funded stuff that's funded by taxpayer money, why is that acceptable? I don't know. It's 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 a difficult question to ask. But maybe, you know, with some, when something like this comes along, it, it at least starts that discussion. So... It, it's definitely just like Animal Crossing. Uh, 
this is something that came out at exactly the right time where everybody is inside. They're staying at home and maybe everybody entertainment wise, but I think these people are going to go down as terrible for them. Everybody's talking about it. Absolutely. Everybody is talking about this documentary. It's the number one on Netflix in the USA. Absolutely believe it. And I'm glad that I don't know if we've ever had a more like topical episode based on the stuff that's happened in like the last going on last week. Ridiculous! It's just like these people live in the world. Yeah. Why? It's genuinely hard to believe that there's like stuff like this going on and that just they're almost like cartoon characters, man. Like the outlandishness. Yeah. I would say that it is frightful. It is. It's absolutely genuinely frightful. I don't, I don't even know, man. It's, it's wild. But But tells me if you have some money, you can do anything. If you have a little baby tiger, you can do anything. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You can have sex with a bunch of people. You can hire gun clerks to be like your campaign managers. You can get a Netflix series, go to jail. It's all, it's all there. It's all relative, man. Amen. Uh, but anything else you want to add on Tiger King or anything else? Um, no, I think that I am done for this week. I think I am too. I think that was a great discussion, honestly, about this. And we're, like I said, if you haven't watched it, I don't think a lot of the stuff that we talked about necessarily spoils it because everything that we talked about that could be a spoiler, there's like five other things that we forgot to mention. So yeah. And you're just like, what? (laughs) Why is this happening? There's so much going on. So definitely watch Tiger King, uh, play animal crossing. Both of those are definitely good ways to pass the time um, while we're all, you know, kind of stuck at home. So, uh, you know, guys, uh, and if you're looking and for ladies a, and if you're looking for another guys and ladies, if there's another way that you want to pass the time, share this podcast with people. Come listen to more yeah. podcasts. You're all quarantined. By these people, us. We we know you got nothing better to do. So listen to this episode. Listen to some more of our classic may, episodes. But tell your family to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Put, Come listen put to Put the earbuds in and just escape with the, our Come escape with sick, us. horrible sense of humor. Uh, and dick jokes abound. Would you rather yes. have ball hands or penis toes? Write in and let us know. You choose. <laughs> uh, but guys, you know, thanks for listening. Give us a five star review if you think it's worth it. Give uh, us a four star review. We'll no. kill you. Then give us. We'll give ourselves five stars. Exactly. With we'll your laptop, ha- hack into your account and use it then. Yes, as your uh, bloody corpse lays there. Exactly. We'll feed you to the tigers like Which- Carol Baskin did to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Night and night, damn bitches. Until next time, folks. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.